0: Get ready for all things finances on the start with Christie podcast. We are celebrating the launch of a three part course series. Start knowing your numbers in honor of our launch. We'll be focusing on financial podcasts throughout the month of May. Each week, we will be bringing in experts from different areas to talk about everything from budgeting, retirement, financial planning, teaching your kids about money, and even the emotional aspect and how we relate to money. If you are ready for a deeper dive into your own personal finances, are ready for a system, and to be more organized, you can check out StartKnowingYourNumbers.com today. I could not be more excited about what I am getting ready to teach. And the thing about it is, you guys, I am teaching this because I had to learn some different things out of necessity. I had to pull myself out of some areas where I didn't make good decisions, this is what you are going to hear and what I'm going to be teaching is over a decade year of experience in business, making the wrong choices, learning, pivoting, making different changes, and pulling myself out. The only way that you can make smart financial choices is being able to know your numbers. So you guys, today I am going to be sharing my story of my financial journey and where I'm at. Um, and I'm going to be really authentic, and I'm going to be really vulnerable, and I hope that you just listening to me, and it inspires you to take control of this area of your life. Um, And uh, the other thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you guys with 10 tips that you can listen to this and do right now. I am obviously launching a course called Start Knowing Your Numbers, and the course might be for you, it might not. My goal here is to give away is much information and free content that you can apply to your life and change now. Obviously, from the course perspective, there is a cost, it's a business, uh, there's overhead, all the different things. And you have to assess, is there a return on your investment? Is there ROI? I, I obviously believe that there is, and I'm so excited about it. Um, so I'm going to first just dive in and tell you a little bit of my my financial journey. So I grew up with um, parents that I, there wasn't a lot of money, and two parents that uh were very different in how they treated finances um, not not saying that one was wrong or one was right and the older you get the more that you realize we all have emotional stories and emotional aspects of how we relate to money some people really like save money and hoard it other people like just it and don't really care and don't really track it. And the thing about it is, is finances is, is the one thing that we need to know. We need to know how to do our taxes. We need to know how to make smart financial decisions. We need to know how to build our credit. We need to know all these different things. And it's the one thing that is not taught in schools. It's life that teaches it. And my heart and my goal is to try to put a stop to that that maybe this course you send as a graduation gift for someone so that that way they can be so much more empowered and have so many more information and knowledge so that they're making the right decisions to impact their credit in a positive way, which will give them more opportunity, setting up their accounts in the right way, and being able to budget and allocate different things in different ways so that you can make the right decisions. I am big on this word. It's freedom. And what I want for you is financial freedom. Freedom does not mean it's free of everything. It's free from mind and how that happens for me is having a system of organization and a plan that supports it and executing on that plan, right? I also just want to say this. A lot of times when people teach something, there isn't transparency or authenticity. So I, this is a question that I get asked, so I'm just going to be brutally honest. Um, I have one mortgage. I have zero credit card debt or other debt. From a business perspective, yes, I am financially leveraged in a couple areas. There's a difference between financial leverage and debt. I am sitting here with a 818 credit score. Um, I'm very dialed in with my credit score and I'm gonna be teaching that and the how and the why. Because of some wrong decisions that I have learned and it's fortified growth and change and I've put in a system, I am sitting here with, I feel like a lot of opportunity because I could be sitting here very, very differently. I literally run my home like a business because there is no difference in it. Literally no difference in it. And I know that from a lot of hard moments that I wondered, how am I gonna pull myself out of? And I've learned and picked up books and hustled and put systems in place. I now know why, because I'm supposed to be teaching this and I'm supposed to be authentic and I'm supposed to empower other people to feel a little bit freer from a financial perspective. I'm not saying I'm completely free from worry, but I know that having a system and a plan is what allows for some financial freedom and some balance in my world. The one thing that I have always been really strong in is this finances. So I've loved them from a very young age. I've always loved Uh, numbers and Excel. And uh, actually when I was in high school, I did accounts reconciliation for law firms. So I would make sure registers balanced for different law firms. So I've always had a knack for finances and love for it, but I was very dialed into my business finances. So I have over (laughs) over a decade experience of running business financials, of knowing what you need to know that you need to know what your marketing budget is. You need to know what your cost of goods sold is. You need to know what your overhead is. You need to know all these different things from employees, from, and I've I've ran businesses that are solo entrepreneurships. It's just myself. I've also ran businesses that are partnerships or corporations. I really have a vast amount of knowledge from a financial perspective, and I've made a lot of wrong decisions, and I've learned from them. It's the, the decisions that we make that we are like, Dang it, those are what we learn from, they stick, and it's just important to not make those again, like give yourself grace and move on. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, I've made some decisions I'm not really proud of, it's okay, that is where you learn. And that is my heart and my goal and my intent here is that you listen to this or you take this course and you really be able to learn and not make some of those same mistakes or speed up your learning process quicker so that that you can get to your destination faster than maybe what I could have because I didn't have someone guiding me and understanding. So um, I have a finance degree, let me back up and say that. So I have a finance degree from Kennesaw State University. Um, So I'm trained in the financial aspect, but it wasn't until over three years ago when I basically had to figure out what my home finances were, my overhead was from a home perspective because I wasn't dialed into that area that I realized it was essential. And I spent a massive amount of time building a system. And I, I, what I did is I started running my home finances just like I was running my business finances because they're one and the same. You have overhead in a business. You have overhead in your home. Your lifestyle is the cost of your overhead. You have fixed assets in a business, cars or buildings. Uh, you have fixed assets in your home. Cars, buildings, boats. You have loans and liabilities in a business. You have loans and liabilities. You have credit cards in a bit Like, it's the same thing. In a business, right, you're, you're putting money in and what your goal is to get more money out. You're taking something, you're, you're buying something or offering a service or a good in a, in, a, in a hopes to turn a profit in between so that your income and your expenses, your income minus your expenses equals a net profit. Isn't that the same goal in your home finances? Your income to be greater than your expenses so that you have a net savings. And if you don't have a net savings, it's a net loss. And how do we account for that? And that's where the debt starts. So I'm going to talk you through 10 things that you can do now to start getting your overall finances in order. And over the course of the next five weeks, I am bringing in experts because you guys, I am not here to give you a financial advice. And there is not a one size fits all. I strongly recommend you have a financial advisor, you have an accountant, you have people in your corner that can help hold you accountable. Because even for myself, I have that. I have to have someone hold me accountable in all the different areas. Um, So I wanna recommend you do the same. And so, Basically, in Start Knowing Your Numbers, I'm going to be teaching a three-part training seminar. Part number one is going to be understanding your credit. What really goes into it? There's five things that go into building your credit, and you should have credit balances at different areas to be able to optimize what your credit score is, and a lot of people don't understand and know that. And so I'm going to be breaking all that down. Module two is going to be budgeting simplified. I'm going to be teaching budgeting. I'm going to show my method, but I'm also going to show pen and paper. I'm going to show using Excel or Google Drive so that you can use formulas like that. I'm also going to be using Mint and then QuickBooks Online, which is going to be Module 3. Module 3 is introducing business terms and showing how you can set up your chart of accounts if you want to use my method and um, showing you the power of it, showing you the power of being able to run reports because it's those reports that you can run Knowing, to start knowing your numbers, when you know your numbers, you're able to build projections accurately for the future. You have historical stuff. You make adjustments for where you're at currently in your life and you be able to budget out 90 days at a time. I like dialing out 90 days at a time from a budgeting perspective, but knowing a financial plan for the next year and a big overall financial map for the next five years, which will likely change, but I just like knowing that. So if you haven't taken a second and done that, Listen, just let that be the one thing that you do today. Like I hope that that inspires you to just come up with an overall financial vision for your life. All right, so let's dive into 10 tips. Tip number one when setting up a system of organization is compile all of your information together. All of your checking accounts, all of your liability accounts, all of your credit cards, anything from a financial perspective that you want to account for, um, compile it together. Number two is clearing clutter. What is waste? What is double? Where could I where could I pay down? Where do I need to add? Like clear clutter or things that you don't need in your quote unquote system anymore. So I like to say you have one flow account, which is your checking account. That's where everything flows in and out of. And then you have different savings accounts for different things. I am big on financial leverage. So using money to make more money. I'm not big on debt. So using savings accounts, for instance, if you want to do a home project, say back deck home project, creating a savings account for that and saving for it instead of just creating a liability account. So you know exactly where that money's coming from. I love doing that with escrow accounts. I love doing that with taxes. Um, I'm just a visual person person and a visual learner. So making sure you're going through all of your different accounts and clearing clutter, adding or clearing away things that are double or waste. So then step three is going to be creating a system of how you are going to organize your finances. All right. So what does that look like? Are you going to use mint? Are you going to use a uh, QuickBooks Online, are you going to use Google Drive? Like, how are you going to understand what your numbers are? You need to create a system for that. Of course, I'm sharing my system, my method. Um, There's not a wrong or a right, but create a system. Then you've got to create a schedule. So step four is create a schedule to support that system. And I'm big on time blocking and block it in your schedule. So you have this system, you create it, right? But if you don't maintain it, that system's going to get backed up. And the power is in knowing your numbers real time. So every other Friday, I schedule in to dial in my finances. And I generally log into them once a week at minimum. And I'm classifying transactions and being able to know. So time block that information in. Number five is have advisors in your corner. Not only is that accountability, but it also is so important. Like even I have a finance degree, so it's kind of the area that I need the most because I'm so dialed in in other areas. I need that accountability myself. I really feel like we are best when we are accountable to other people. So have advisors in your corner. Um, Make sure that your accountant is clear on your goals and has time to talk to you about that stuff. Um, A financial advisor, whatever that may be, it might just be a person, but just having advisors in your corner that know and feel comfortable this area is so important. Step six is create and establish what apps and tools are going to be part of your system. So I love Dropbox for organizing my receipts, for instance. I love Start Planner. Uh, We have a finance section in the Start Planner for actually budgeting out. I like pen and paper. So any projections or budgeting out what I'm going to be doing in the near future, I use my Start Planner finance system. But understanding and knowing my real-time numbers, I'm using QuickBooks online. Maybe you're using Mint. Maybe you're using something else. But establishing what is going to be that system and what are going to be those different tools that supports the organization. So part of a system is assigning time to audit. Time to audit is what's working, what's not. What are what are different things that you're um, needing to change? What is, if that makes sense? It's not necessarily about assigning time to budget, but it's really more time to audit. Do I need to add another chart of accounts to be able to track something? So for instance, utilities, right? You don't have to track all individual utilities, but what if you wanted to start? What if it was something that was important that you wanted to start looking at how much am I spending on my power bill? You could set up a new chart of accounts or even a sub account of utilities and be able to track what that is. So audit, depending on what your end goals are. Number eight, is assign time to budget and create projections. So you're auditing your system, you're time blocking in a schedule to actually create support of that system, but you need to make sure you're assigning time to create budgets and projections and making sure you're assessing like, am I on track, am I not, like what do I need to change? Assigning time for that is so important. Otherwise you're flying by the seat of your pants. And I have flown by the seat of my pants and it is like the worst feeling for me. Um, so step nine is finding your balance in your priorities. I'm going to say that again because it's really easy for us to think, oh, this person's doing this or John, you know, I want to keep up with the Joneses or different finances. Your budget is your budget. Your priorities is your priorities. So I, I just want to say that it's really easy to think we should or like, like different ages or different. There is no such thing as that. Like all of our journeys are our own and um, finding the balance in your priorities for your financial budgets. And the final financial tip that I have is being informed. I hear all the time like, oh, so-and-so is taking care of that for me or uh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that they can't take care of it for you. I'm saying you need to be able to be the CFO of your life. So if you, if they're taking care of it, that's fine. But I would encourage you to be able to step in and be the CFO if you need to. I'm not saying don't trust people, I'm saying things happen. When I have, I have reached out for questions or feedback, I have heard story after story, like things that have gone wrong, people that have passed away, Uh, parents that their finances weren't in order and it was just all left a mess. Like, I can't even explain the importance of this. And I didn't learn it until I had to really get gritty and figure it out myself. You need to be empowered with this information. And it's okay to have these conversations. You should have these conversations with your loved ones, with different people, with making sure you're auditing, you know, all the different financial aspects, your will, your trust accounts, like any, any and all of these information so that not only so that you're empowered to make the right decisions, but so that if something does happen, maybe even to you, the people in your life know what to do and it's not an extra burden to them. And a lot of times we don't have these conversations with our loved ones or different people because it's like morbid to think about, but it's not. So my whole goal with all of this is to empower others and individuals to make the right decisions, to empower young people to have this information so that I wish I would have known this when I was just starting out in life. I wish I would have had this information. I would wish I would, have somewhat of, I would have heard like how important it is and, and instead of you making the wrong decision and, and you getting yourself in a certain area and um, all these different areas. And we all have different finance stories and different finance journeys and I'm not going to dive into all of that emotional aspect, but I will say I have amazing speakers coming up that are gonna talk about different things. We're gonna talk about, um, on the podcast coming up, we're gonna talk about retirement. We are also gonna talk about tax planning. We're gonna talk about the emotional aspect and relating to money. We're gonna talk about how to prepare your kids for finances. We're gonna talk about these hard conversations that we need to have, what we should be having. And these are all with CFP and very smart people that are way smarter than me, that can advise you and inspire you in different areas. So stay tuned for the next five weeks of this finance series and, and celebrating the Start Knowing You Numbers launch course because there is so much free content that is so invaluable. My heart and my goal, I know, I I used to ask why. I used to ask why, why did I have to struggle? Why did this happen? Why, like what? Instead now I see I see that part of my journey, my love for finances, my own story my own, that I still stress over money. I still, but a financial plan is where you don't stress as much, that where you can create financial freedom. That's why planning is so important to me because it's such an important part of, you know, using information from the past, planning for the future, and just actively going at it and giving yourself space to be free because that is where it's at. So I know without a shadow of a doubt, as much as I love finances, as much as It's a heart and a passion of mine that I'm put on this earth and my experiences of my journey have been with intent purpose so that I can help others understand their numbers a little bit more and be more financially free and independent and empowered so that you are making the right decisions and heading yourself in the right direction uh, with giving you some financial freedom. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you are ready to start with me. And I hope that you... Take some time with hearing this and, and going through all these different 10 steps and start now. If you want to learn more about the Start Knowing Your Numbers course, you can check it out at startknowingyournumbers.com. And of course, you can also check out startplanner.com and see our Start Planner system, the financial aspect, um, if, you are want, if you are someone that also wants pen and paper to be able to keep you on track and keep you on budget. Thank you guys for listening and thank you for being here. Keep starting with me. Thank you again so much for being here. If you haven't done so, please also take a moment and subscribe to the Start With Christy podcast. And just remember, we'll be back next month with our normal calendar of motivation, inspiration, helping you to continue starting to be your best self.